Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Nicholas Malson. Uh, firstly, I would like to apologize if my uh, voice sounds a bit different. I think I got a sore throat. But do not worry. Uh, the voice is not going to sound like this throughout the entire uh, episode. Um, I will explain why in a moment. Ten weeks ago, I have decided to uh, launch my first episode of the podcast that I have called Smile Once Again. And the purpose of this podcast would be to uh, focus on optimistic things or just talk about some nice things that have happened recently. And uh, so far I have been enjoying doing so and I think I want to continue doing it. As today is the 10th episode of the podcast, I wanted to do something special, and I have got something for you that I hope you will enjoy. You may have noticed that this episode is much longer than the other ones, and you'll probably understand why. But long story short, I have invited a very special person, and uh, we have uh, spent some time together. Uh, he's a really good friend of mine. He's my best friend, and I will introduce to him in a moment as well. Uh, just to let you know a couple of things first. Um, obviously, uh, this uh, episode and the other episodes are available on multiple platforms. Uh, the links will be in the description. Uh, if you want to communicate with me or ask any questions, uh, you can do so on YouTube. Either leave a comment, uh, so you will have a chance for this comment to be read out in public. Or if you want a more anonymous conversation, send me an email. And my email address is smileonceagainpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, also, uh, what I wanted to say is that there will be some links uh, left in the description, uh, which will be references to what we are going to discuss in this episode. But I would like to let you know that we have not been sponsored by anybody. Uh, this is just a personal shout out or just references uh, to the videos or websites that we've been talking about. Uh, and uh, the last thing is that the actual interview or the actual session has been recorded on the 9th of December uh, 2021, whilst the current message and the final message are recorded on the 12th of December 2021, and uh, the time is 11.49 a.m. And, uh, and I wanted to say thank you for your continued support, Thank you to all of you who are listening uh, to my podcast, and I really hope that uh, after this episode uh, there will be more things to come, and uh, there will be lots of things uh, that I will be able to share with you, and I hope that I will be able to make as many people as possible uh, to smile, uh, or at least smile once again. With that being said, you're going to hear a clap, and uh, that clap is simply for me and my guest to synchronize um, our audio tracks, and uh, I hope you will enjoy. Prepare for the clap on three, two, one.
Okay. I think we are all set up. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 10th special episode of Smile Once Again. The podcast where we are uh, focusing on optimistic and positive things. And uh, as uh, the future version of Nicholas Masson has already told you, uh, I am still Nicholas Masson. And uh, I am not on my own today. And it is a great pleasure and an absolute honor to welcome the first and special guest, not just because he's the first guest, but because he is an amazing friend, he is my best friend. Please welcome Michael. Michael, welcome to the show. Yes, it is a great pleasure, as you say. Hello, everyone, and it's great to be here on this podcast today. I am Thank highly you. honored, Thank you. really, I am highly honored. Thank you, Nick, so much for uh, making me the first guest, and uh, I believe we will have a fantastic discussion today, and I am really glad, like, first and foremost, I would really say that uh, I'm really glad that you have this thing going on with the podcast and that you made it consistent, so throughout the 10 weeks already, uh, and this is week 10, if I'm, uh, yeah, if I'm correct, is it? Yep, that's that's correct. Yeah, it's uh, 10 weeks non-stop uh, every Sar- Sunday, excuse me, uh, the episodes have been published. So yeah, you're absolutely right. And uh, thank you so much. It's just, yeah, it's just amazing. It's uh, a thing that we were speaking about for quite a long time. And I think that we, uh, you really wanted first and foremost, and uh, the idea that we all supported. So I'm really glad that you have, in, uh, have it going on. And uh, I remember yeah. really like back in the day, uh, when we were, st- were still at school studying and uh, stuff and hanging out in the breaks, we were speaking about uh, all this uh, creative stuff. And uh, back then we were mostly focused about music and and uh, some other uh, creative things like video making and uh, gaming stuff. And also like, yeah, mostly, mostly though, music was a concern. Do you remember the <laughs> first compositions that we actually made? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, I mean, unfortunately, we don't have the actual product of it, or maybe we still do if we dig deeper. But uh, yeah, me and Michael, we have uh, been experimenting with music and uh, it's been just uh, for jokes and, uh, you know, hu- humor ourselves. It wasn't anything serious, but some of the stuff that we made was like absolutely fantastic. It, it just we really laughed uh, ourselves off mm, and it, it, it was fun. Yeah, it was hilarious. Definitely. It was a <laughs> really things that we made throughout like one evening or maybe even a couple of hours and uh, then I remember playing it back even I played it back to my classmates and stuff so yeah it was it was definitely and and the, the thing I cherished the most that we were like only like 14 15 years old already but already maybe even maybe even younger though yeah maybe even younger yeah it was about yeah, like that's that's eighth right or ninth form I think something like this so yeah, we we, we yeah, definitely had, five, had yeah. it going on really early, and uh, uh, and uh, I remember throughout the time I was really sad that uh, at one point we stopped all this, and then I I think you remember as well the 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 conversation we had with you one day that uh, we should rejuvenate and uh, restart doing something like this, so rejuvenate the project and renew something like this, and. Uh, now I see this project and uh, the things we are doing alongside it also like a <laughs> quite a quite a fascinating experience just because we actually got back to creativity and I cannot be happier about this so 
Yeah, we should definitely spend more time doing this because, yeah, I know what you're talking about. We uh, just rejuvenating uh, stuff we've did, done in the past. Uh, it's It's been good times. But do you actually remember uh, there was one time when uh, at some point I, when I was at, at the college and when I came back home, I just had the idea to uh, make a music video for one of the songs that you've made. Of course, man. Yeah, of course. I, I also wanted to talk about this right now, pretty much. So this, it was a drum and bass uh, composition for. I think it was yep. called "Poorly Colored World" or "Purely Colorful World." We had a debate. What is what is the actual <laughs> name for it? But uh, yeah, the video yeah. turned out quite well, and it also got some views on YouTube. I remember until uh, until it was taken down actually because of the channel deletion or something like this. Yeah, unfortunately, I just had a moment when, like, I decided to just start from from scratch, and I didn't have the original copy saved, which was a huge shame. I should have kept it with me, uh, but you know, it's just the mistake that hopefully will never happen again. Should we work on something similar? Um, but I truly re- remember this, and it was it was a fantastic experience. It truly was. Yeah, it is. It, um, it was. I remember also the other compositions, like the rock compositions, and uh, I think hip hop. Uh, we were doing that. We were doing, and yep. I remember they were just traveling from uh, my computer to storage on my phone. Back then, it wasn't even like a smartphone. I think it was like some Nokia stuff. So it was a funny yeah, thing like, yeah, to play it back crazy times yep it's yeah it was it was insane and uh you know sometimes it is like it is nice to reminisce about the past uh because certainly like lots of people were thinking or talking even about uh you know just thinking about the past and uh reminiscing about the good old days and such and uh i at first i wasn't sure if this was a really good idea to do so uh, because if we just keep reminiscing about the past, uh, we uh, will not have an opportunity to think about the future. Uh, but sometimes, when you are in, you know, in the lowest mood, or when when think you feel like things are just not going well, you can just uh, think about the past, and uh, maybe it will give you some motivation and inspiration uh, just to compare uh, yourself to like what's been happening before and what's happening now and how much you have grown and uh with the experiences from the past you you like if you if you do it this correctly you can just keep going forward and uh, bring those good memories uh to those who will hopefully meet you in the future you know so of course i mean i'm not sure if this makes sense but uh uh hopefully it does <laughs> it really does it i think that that what is what you actually call smile once again when you remember the uh, some good things from the past that make you smile actually the wholesome things the positive things that you have done in the past maybe with someone you remember a special person you remember uh, the context of this happening so you remember the maybe the emotions that you have experienced throughout this moment and uh, mm. yeah um, maybe something even associates with it some some other better things like a yeah better case better happening something like this and it is, mm. uh, and you definitely are right when you are saying that uh, uh, the time goes on forward and it doesn't ever stop and doesn't ever turn around. And uh, I think at the same time, as as much as we are said sometimes about it, uh, we should be as happy about this as well, just because 
uh, life is not always fun and games as you usually say and uh, the world is mm. not a <laughs> always ponies and rainbows and stuff but it's rather a, a place that sometimes you really need to get through uh, from period to period and uh, you have to actually be strong and uh, hold your uh, hold yourself together and that is uh, how you grow as a person actually and uh, that is uh, also by keeping your spirit up is that how you how you proceed in something so it's definitely about mm. uh, keeping yourself in control and as I as we spoke uh, and as you mentioned in uh, a uh, episode 5 I believe uh, from the comment I made on the video, it's uh, about uh, actually building uh, strongly, uh, building yourself strong on the inside. I believe it's best to say it like this. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that comment, and uh, may I once again say that this uh, this comment is truly a blessing. It's uh, it's the words that I believe uh, all people deserve to hear at least once in their lives. Um, and uh, your advice, I do hope that your advice uh, will help not just myself, but also those who are listening uh, to this podcast and specifically to this episode. Uh, but yeah, as, as you have um, uh, touched the subject of, you know, the fifth episode and uh, uh, building the better self, and uh, uh, I've, I've also um, talked a lot about, you know, addictions and uh, bad habits. Um, but do you think that there uh, is such a thing as you know good habits and uh, if so uh, could you perhaps provide any examples absolutely yeah uh, it's uh, all about lately for me even it's uh, quite a lot about uh, self-helping self-growing and uh, seeking inspiration from day to day seeking a uh, better improvement opportunities from day to day and uh, by this I unfortunately cannot say that I'm the most uh, efficient and the most productive person in these types of things but uh, thank god and i'm really glad that uh, throughout a uh, couple of uh, years uh, from now like in the past throughout couple past years i have dropped a, a couple of bad addictions so mm. back in 2020 so it's a yeah it's it's second of january 2020 i remember the specific date i quit smoking on that day and uh, okay. I've never really. I thank God. Really, it's. It. I think it's a great blessing. Uh, I wasn't really, uh, wasn't really eager to have a cigarette from that day. Maybe for a couple of days or for a week, maybe after. But it wasn't really even my, uh, the, the my pure will to to do it. It was rather a signal. I don't know. Came from my mind. Came from God. I would love to say uh, that I should really quit and uh, I just dropped it. I stayed at home for several days, not going outside, so wasn't eager to purchase any cigarettes, wasn't eager to smoke, and then when I, uh, yeah, I was working productively on a uh, schoolwork, I think, and then when I uh, went outside, had to travel uh, to Denmark, I will also tell about this later on, but I had to travel mm. uh, for uh, my master's, uh, so it was like mm. a semester starting, so I really picked this idea that even um, I, I held through like five, six days or I don't remember how many days uh, to that period, to that uh, point of time. But then I, I, I really cherished the idea of really quitting this bad habit of smoking. And that uh, is how I really am holding by now. So I was I had a uh, temptation to smoke maybe for uh, several times throughout this whole time. 
it wasn't strong mm. thank god it was just a yeah maybe an, a bad idea so what if i really touch a cigarette what if i light up a cigarette and start smoking but i really like st- was capable of stopping myself up to this date so i'm really thankful for that and um mm. at the same period of time this is really how you start training your will uh mm-hmm. by uh, telling yourself no uh especially to the things that uh, are quite harmful to you like smoking for instance or drinking as uh I've, i'm pretty sure you can tell about this later on but uh and also gladly you didn't have like a drinking habit but you just decided to do something and then uh, then you are like really uh insisting uh on yourself not doing it so you're holding yourself back uh to some to not like do some specific bad thing and uh <coughs> carrying on uh and continuing about the, the this topic i really from uh abolishing this uh, uh my my um, how to say um from abolishing my uh a vulnerability to this bad habit i really built up a stronger will so after that i really started looking at my eating pattern differently i started eating less junk food i started uh, drinking less alcohol even though i am not a heavy drinker and i think you know it i'm just like a casual beer person or wine person from time to time maybe some heavier drinks of course, but yeah. like socially mm. Other than that, uh I really like yeah, anything that bad comes to my mind, I'm now capable of analyzing it before really uh <laughs> falling for it, you know, how do you say? So yeah, it's 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 uh in, in all in all as to answer your question, I think first step to building good habits and um yeah, and proceeding with them is uh understanding how you break bad habits understanding how you build up a better uh will inner will so uh, the strength of will and uh, the ambition to to grow and uh always remember that uh, the idea of not being capable of something uh is not really true uh i mean if you're trying to fly with, without any wings maybe it's not <laughs> it's not uh, a possibility right so maybe person is not a bird that's that's why that's why they pretty much cannot fly without any additional device or or whatever not but i mean <laughs> whenever whenever a person feels that they are capable of and they are engineering enough to to uh, produce some some device that helps them it's it, it's it's a possibility for that but the the thing is that um, yeah uh, if you decide in your inner mind and soul that you need to do something or you're capable to do something or at least you want to do something that is a good start for whatever process you're going on and it's best if it's like a better process obviously like <laughs> i wouldn't encourage anyone to start with a bad habit yeah of course yeah no that's that's really good points that you have uh, mentioned there michael and uh, uh the only thing i might probably add is um like because from my experience as well and I also had a tendency to drinking alcohol and uh, there was another habit that I have started fighting uh, recently. I'm not going to say it out loud because uh it's a little bit more, you know, uh let's just describe it intimate. I mean, 
I'm pretty sure you know what's going on during November, so uh, uh, probably I'm just gonna <clears throat> keep it this way. And uh, if uh, any of you who is listening know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. So let's just keep it that way. And uh, good news is that I have uh, been successful so far, and uh, I have not uh, been submitted to the temptation. I've been resisting it, um, and I have never felt better. It honestly, my mind has become much cleaner, and uh, I've regained uh, some focus. And uh, I do hope that uh, if I will carry on this way, I will certainly become uh, the best version of myself. Um, there's actually something that I have uh, found out uh, very recently, actually, maybe a week or a few weeks ago. Um, I have been, uh, well, not watching, but more listening to uh, some videos or, you know, audio recordings. There's this uh, Buddhist monk uh, who lives in uh, Sri Lanka, and uh, he was talking about addictions and, uh, you know, temptations and such. Uh, And... uh, the teachings of, you know, Buddha, the something called the Dhammapada, uh, do talk about, you know, like acknowledging uh, the temptations and or the addictions, if we uh, translate it to the more modern uh, jargon or language. We, if we acknowledge what is going on and we fully understand what and why it is happening, we will have much... Uh, more opportunities or at least we will be much stronger to just let it go the the clearer you understand what is happening the more chances you have to just simply get out of it and just let it not be a part of you anymore um what do you think about it i totally agree i really cannot agree more to think about this and i think this idea is really a classic already so it comes from way back i believe and it's how people dealt with uh, addictions or uh, i mean even routine if you think about this like if you don't really uh, like your job or or at least if it's not a necessity for you to do it right or uh, if if anything else uh, happens that you really don't like in your life just uh, sit back zoom out and take a better look at this and uh, even mm. if somebody was persuading that you're you should be doing this or uh, it's how the world works and y- everybody does this right it's if you if it seems like so odd and wrong to you maybe it's not the best thing for you and maybe you should reconsider doing something and maybe work is a bad example because work doesn't usually kill you at least if you're not overworking or uh, I don't know doing something mm, extreme at your work uh, maybe the conditions can be different, right? But uh, especially with bad habits, if you realize at the specific point of time that, uh, like, for instance, you're smoking, so you're just putting a cigarette into your mouth to inhale how harmful and uh, <laughs> poisonous smoke to inside your lungs to just have a little kick of it for your mind to relax uh, in five minutes and I think it's really not worth it if you think about like like this like even though cigarettes are not that expensive I mean they're getting more expensive in Britain especially I think they are more expensive uh, yes, than, than, yeah. than in many places around the world uh, in Latvia it's not the case but it's still it's not uh, it's not I think it's not really uh, purposeful in terms of uh, 
one's uh, economic means to buy a pack of cigarettes every day and just to to actually later experience more health problems that will cost even much more and they, and, and it's just if and it is even if you just talk about the money and uh, think about other things like for me even smoke smoking quitting smoking for me actually uh, helped me realize that my body is capable of uh, doing better in sports. I started running. I started going around more with bicycle. I started walking more, and uh, this is really how I how I understood that uh, if I don't like poison my lungs and poison my breathing system, I am really capable of doing things that I was earlier not uh, yeah considering as a, as a as a action I would take. So. This is a definitely mm. a very good advice from from the Buddhist monk. I think I saw a couple of videos. I unfortunately do not remember the name of the channel, the name of the person. Uh, but you can leave it in the reference if, in, in case in case you consider that. Uh, other than that, yeah, I really agree to this. It's it's good to think what uh, about what you are doing and uh, how you are doing it, and that uh, can improve your <laughs> improve the quality of your life at least. Yeah, well, uh, if you do remember it, uh, do let me know and uh, perhaps share the links and I will uh, do uh, my best to make sure that uh, uh, these links are left in the description uh, of the video on YouTube so I think everyone else can uh, give it a watch as well. Uh, so, yeah, that's that. Uh, I, I, th I think that will be a good idea. Uh, let's just uh, share good things with everybody, eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's... Um, it is uh, it is good to sometimes just to talk about these things because it's kind of give gives you the opportunity to uh you know cope with the challenge uh which it is um but there are some situations um where people are more submissive to these addictions and i have have a suspicion you know which kinds of situations i'm talking about oh uh, yeah we, i think you can elaborate about this more and uh, we can we can uh, really like get to another topic uh, right now. Just I wanted to say add a little thing more. Uh, sure. It's that uh, really everything. I mean, it it can be it can sound really um, how they say it can sound really abstract at some point, maybe to someone, right? And even I thought uh, earlier that it is abstract, quite abstract, and not really applicable to a. Uh, real-life context uh, the thing is that consistency for everybody is key really in any process being consistent in any process is really a key thing to achieving uh, the thing the result you want uh, because if you like start little by little and proceed with at least like a very very small temple very very small results every little period of time uh, it's easier to cope with any habit. Like if, I, I think uh, that, 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 as you say, the types of situations can be really different. But uh, trying at least, like having a small step forward to the thing you want, or or the result you want to achieve, right? It's uh, already it helps a lot. It helps a lot in the perspective, and uh, uh, maybe somebody can refer to this as a. Well, it's not really a purposeful to say to call it butterfly effect at all points of times, right? At all at at all moments, but sometimes it is like a butterfly effect. Uh, 
a small action provokes a bigger action in perspective so uh, <laughs> the, the, the smaller thing you do will really might really help at least for you in the future so this is a mm -hmm. uh, valuable thing but uh, yeah the, the contexts are really different and uh, uh, I will be glad to actually uh, <laughs> I will be glad if you could share uh, your own life experience because you've gone through a lot already by this moment and uh, I think everybody is really mm, it is it will be valuable for each of us to hear it and because it is a really um, eye-opening experience it's really a gladly a experience that ended well but it's definitely a life lesson for us all at from different perspectives so yeah go ahead and then tell us the thing that you're yeah. supposed to tell us yeah yeah well i think it is i had i have to agree with you it will be worth sharing this it's it's something that i um i think i've only talked about openly once um one of the students at the university that i used to study she actually interviewed me about this for one of her uh, articles uh which you probably remember it's been a long long time ago uh, it was shared on facebook but it's like probably lost uh in the depths of the internet but uh, um i i think i've also mentioned this in the previous episodes uh back in the day i think it was about six years ago or so i uh, was at a point in life where i have lost everything so i have literally been uh, street homeless um I have uh, lost a place to live, I have uh, lost trust of many people, uh, obviously lost a job or, you know, any ways of income that I could have, and uh, it was a very difficult time, and I had to rely on uh, the kindness and compassion of others just so I could basically get back on my feet. Um, it happened all of a sudden. Uh, and at some point I was just blaming everything surrounding me, but not myself. But uh, being, you know, more mature now and just looking back at how things actually were, I understand that I played a huge part of what has happened to me. So I am taking responsibility for what happened. And uh, basically, I just uh, didn't really care about my future. I uh, have not been treating others as well as I do now. I have lived a kind of parasitic lifestyle. Um, I was not a big fan of telling the truths. Um, I was careless with, you know, money and uh, was careless with what I'm putting in my mouth and such. And uh, eventually this all caused to me just losing everything. The, the money, the, the house, the, um, you know the people who i considered uh, friends and uh, you know if you do recognize me and you listen to this i'm truly sorry for uh, what i was before and eventually when i did live in the streets uh obviously it was shocking uh just realizing that no i've 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 got nothing left and there is nothing for me to lose and eventually after you know sleeping few nights rough uh, it was a car park where I used to sleep um, I think it was like either first or second floor it was uh, slightly warmer than you know sleeping on the ground floor or the top floor um, I just thought that no this this is the end for me like I, I could get no help 
And at some point I was uh, on my way to the bridge. I want to end it all. Um, just want to commit, just want to jump off. But uh, thankfully, um, I remember the phone call, uh, sorry, not a phone call, but a phone number of Samaritans in the UK. Uh, by the way, if you are struggling, uh, 116-123, this is the phone number you should call, definitely. Like right now, pause the podcast and call them right now. Um, I called that number and I said, I can't live like this anymore, I give up. And uh, the person on the other line, he has persuaded me to live. And uh, I was standing on the bridge and uh, I didn't want to jump after what he, well, after the time that this person has uh, spent to just convince me that life is worth living. And he gave me an advice of where to go, uh, who to ask help for. And uh, I just went straight there and uh, started it basically get myself back on the feet and believe it or not in like two or three weeks time uh, it was still rough life I uh, at least I was able to have a bit some basic support like uh, some money and uh, some food um, and I was just waiting until uh, I could get housed and uh, fortunately uh, three weeks later um, someone said yeah we, we would like you to uh, become our tenant. Uh, please come in and uh, let's discuss everything. I, ca I got to the place. They gave me some paperwork. I need to sign some papers. You know, the, the usual legal stuff. And uh, I got, got the keys. And from that day, I just started in, like getting myself into a better position. Like, just been working hard. Uh, did lots of jobs. Um, you know, been moving from place to place. Uh, and yeah, just uh, get trying to get some stability. And uh, now, about five or six years later, I can safely say that I am now back on my feet. And it's all thanks to that one call. And even those small things, they can lead to such great consequences, uh, such great conclusions that, yeah, that's some, those li few little words of encouragement and uh, you know motivation it can get a person like myself who just completely given up on life to where I am now a person who has a stable place to live um, a good income a, a job that I love um, amazing friends uh, to rely on and uh, yeah just hope for the better future and uh, I know I probably haven't said this uh, uh, properly before, Michael, but I do want to say thank you for, you know, just being in my minds and in my heart in, in those difficult times. And uh, I wish I was not that stu was not stupid enough. Uh, I just wish I could I could simply give you a call and just say sorry for everything I may have done and just say that, yeah, I'm in trouble. Hopefully you understand uh, my position back there. I didn't want to, you know, just I didn't want to be the burden for everyone else. I just wanted to just go through this journey and uh, become the better self. So that's pretty much my story. Mm -hmm. And that's it's really magnificent that even even now, even this was like way back. And uh, I've heard this a couple of times already. I uh, was the one to actually share this on Facebook also 
and uh, bring elaborating this a little for other people as well but it's still shocking so yeah and i'm really glad thank god that you've made it through and uh i don't think you sh shall say sorry just because uh it was a crucial moment for you because uh everybody else the the friends everybody from here back home in latvia uh, we always support you and uh, the thing is that uh of course, the things could have gone different, right? So you could have called us and maybe we could have, uh, me and other people, we could have uh, told you uh, better things to, to actually cherish uh, better life moments. But the thing is that sometimes when you're in the critical state of mind, it's, it's, it's best that you seek for action on the spot, pretty much something very straightforward. And I'm really glad that you made this phone call I was actually uh, sure that they, these were people that you met at that point of time. So it wasn't even the point of a phone call, but you just have met these people on the street and you told them the story. But the phone call seems uh, very reasonable for, for this point of thing, uh, the, the, the thing. So that point of time. And uh, man, I'm really glad. Uh, brother, I'm really glad that you're here today. And it's, uh, it's, a, great, it's a great blessing for every one of us. It's... The story, the thing you went through, uh, has taught everybody a lesson to uh, actually stay humbler, to um, yeah, be uh, always uh, yeah, to be always safe, to keep track of of what's on your mind, to actually cherish and and care for the things you are uh, in your possession, you have in your possession, the yeah to to actually be thankful for for the food for the roof over your head and for uh, warmth in your house and whatever not and and this is definitely a a groundbreaking eye-opening experience and uh yeah and you should definitely not be sorry for and i'm also like to to drop a brief comment maybe for uh somebody that uh, is not uh, as well informed about yourself as me I don't think you were leaving that wrong off. I mean, y you had like if you if you see this as as a uh, uh, like a rebound from uh, the life you were living, I wouldn't say so because you were also trying to to uh, to live a better life. Uh, and uh, always, I don't remember that you were really slacking off because since you uh, got to the UK, I don't think life was easy for you. Uh, so. It was the matter maybe of, of uh, the uh, life conditions uh, getting all together uh, in a very wrong uh, phase and wrong, uh, how you say, state and that attacked you at one point. But uh, I'm really glad and thank God that you withstood it. So it's a great blessing for, for everyone here to be here with you and for you to, to be uh, speaking of it. Uh, this is definitely a valuable thing for everyone to hear i think yeah thanks it, it really means a lot to me michael thank you and uh i think what, what i want to do at some point as well is uh, just try and uh, share my story with as many people as possible because like i wouldn't wish uh, the experience i had even to my worst enemy uh because the life that i have have lived uh, is just like not worth it because yes of course like you feel i have survived which is which is a good thing uh but just the moment of like losing everything and just living through like the actual hell on earth um like it just it, it breaks you it certainly does break you and 
and but it depends on how you uh, respond to this and how like how are you taking this as a lesson uh but yeah i hope those who listen to this uh podcast uh you know if you are struggling stay strong okay you are a good person you can do this you can go through this and remember the number that i have mentioned if you are in the uk and if things are way too bad for you 116123 please call them now um but yeah i i appreciate uh, your time with this michael and i i appreciate you asking this but let's um let's switch on to something more you know optimistic because um you know it is always good to just learn lessons from the past like this but it is not worth uh spending too much time uh in the darkness you know of course um yeah but um uh, let's return to uh, the good habits uh, for for a moment, because I know and you know that uh, you have got used to uh, doing something recently that I'm very very well envious of. But like you know the the term white envy, basically being envious but not in a harmful way. Uh, and uh, I know I think you know what I'm talking about. Uh, it is traveling, and uh, I have mentioned traveling before uh, in uh, one of my episodes, but because of uh, my lack of experience, especially recently, um, I couldn't tell much. So uh, is there by any chance anything that uh, you would like to share with us? Of course, yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> as you as you introduce it, as, as I'm used to it, it's, it's, it's uh, very pleasant to hear this. And I think it, I'm, I kind of got used to it, uh, to it this year, but... I have I've been uh, interested in traveling for a while already already I think so it started all for me like the life-changing travel or maybe eye-opening travel maybe not so life-changing uh, but rather yeah uh, something that I really remember was uh, when I started traveling on my own and this was by year 2000 and hmm, I think it was the year 2016 that I had conducted my first like very personal trip I went to London, so it was a great destination to to kick off this uh, uh, all in all like a trip that you have to plan your on your own, that you have to conduct on your own. Like I was also encouraged by my parents a lot to do this, and they supported me with like money for this. So it was a gift for my birthday, I think, and yeah, and uh, I really cherished it, and I thanked them a lot. Uh, and I, I really went and then I started really trying to, I didn't, ha- I remember having no uh, mobile data for uh, England at that specific point. So uh, my phone plan w- wasn't really allowing it. So I uh, I think I was trying to navigate with uh, Wi-Fi when it was available. And then I really was handed a uh, London tube map and uh, <laughs> London attraction map. Uh, which I had to actually like look through uh, when I was like staying uh, at at the place I stayed it was actually at my cousin's place. So I'm, gl- I'm so glad that uh, that uh, they are living there with with their family. So <laughs> I was glad to to pay them a visit as well. So, but uh, but actually like getting uh, trying to understand everything on your own, asking questions, meeting people, and. Uh, uh, yeah, conducting this whole trip, uh, communicating everything, uh, made like a positive change in me. Uh, and uh, I've been traveling before. Uh, I've I've been traveling uh, 
since a very young age, I think my first travels were like at age four or five. Uh, I was mm. going with my mother to uh, Turkey, I think. Then I remember we visited Tunisia and uh, Greece as well. Um, after that, I remember traveling around Europe. We had like several family vacations in Germany. And then we went also like to a uh, small European trip. So around Germany and then Denmark and Sweden. Uh, also, we've been to Norway, uh, all throughout the Norway. It's a great thing to, it was a great thing to see. It is a nature, naturally rich uh, regions where you can see mountains, clean water and stuff. But yeah, really, uh, I, I understood in my uh, young years that I'm really a uh, person that likes to explore uh, things on their own. So uh, I started individual traveling, as I, as I mentioned before. Maybe in 2016, and then uh, since that time, I, I really uh, had a great couple of trips. Uh, I actually revisit revisit London uh, next year. I I, I also like uh, going on a uh, purposeful travels. For instance, like <laughs> it's it's not really maybe it's not just a travel when you look at it like this. But I've been to exchange studies. Uh, I've went as far as Kazakhstan, and it was a great place to be. Uh, I will maybe elaborate it a little bit later uh, about the culture and and uh, yeah the culture of of of, of uh, communication the culture of food there uh, and uh, all in all uh, other other things in culture of of this place but I would love to say that uh, it is a, a welcoming place uh, which I like wouldn't know before until I visited it so. It opened my eyes on this, uh, also like a fellow post-Soviet uh, country, as 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 we as we say. But uh, mm. yeah, we I've never been uh, familiar to uh, Middle Asian culture and uh, whatever not. So it was a, a great experience for me. And then uh, I actually also went. Uh, well, you can also call it traveling, right? I I've been. Uh, in my master's program, I've been uh, studying in Denmark and uh, not in Copenhagen, but uh, in the northern Denmark in the city called Aalborg. Uh, so it was also like a <laughs> long lasting travel, I could say. I spent like a nine months there uh, just because later on I didn't need to. I had an internship back home in Riga, so I didn't need to be in Denmark and uh, when I started my diploma work, the COVID started shortly. So yeah, we've been uh, staying back home. And I know that you really don't talk about COVID in this podcast, so I'm sorry about this. But yeah, uh, nice. It is worth just to remind you that yeah, it, yeah. This, this is happening. Yeah, but like we yeah. we we just don't want to beat the dead horse, you know. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you know, because you just keep hearing everywhere, you know, COVID this, COVID that. But you know, just sometimes just saying, oh yeah, you know. COVID, but you know not talking much about it but yeah, yeah. Like this. Mm-hmm. yeah fair enough <clears throat> okay uh so yeah so yeah it's just it just sounds like you have traveled uh, to so many places it's unbelievable i i knew that you are the traveling kind of guy and uh but i did not realize how many places you have actually visited like comparing to like the places i went uh of course you know the uk russia uh, well, Russia, I mean, if you just say Russia, it's it's so vague because of how large the country is. But, you know, Moscow, St. Petersburg, Novgorod, Rostov, Abakan, um, 
which is like uh, further down to like South Russia slash Siberia. And I also visited, you know, Italy, France and uh, Switzerland. Um, but yeah, but like compared to you, it's just, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm just an amateur, you know, so <laughs> it's, 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 it's crazy. But I mean, out of like all the places that you have uh, traveled to, uh, what will be your most favorite place and where would you like to travel again? Uh, I would actually say uh, that uh, well, first and foremost, let me uh, let me say okay, let me let me state this clear. Uh, I now uh, now as a person who also traveled actively throughout this year, I will just elaborate it a little bit later. Uh, I cherish every travel, and I think this is a key uh, element of traveling itself to actually go somewhere even if it's not far enough uh just with your mind open and to experience something uh with your yeah with your mind looking forward to learn something new it is a travel so i might be not talking about the like the neighboring city visit right so if you commute for instance every day from uh, your city that you live to any other city maybe it's not that much of a traveling itself but even it can be a travel uh, if you look at the city for instance in a different perspective and you not uh, you don't visit your uh, like usual road but you rather go somewhere uh, or you go by another uh, way of transport where you uh, just visit another uh, maybe institution an attraction or something else but I would say really out of all places uh that i've been i couldn't pick like the most favorite one just because every place is so every place is like all the places are so different and every place is special with something something other like only this year i've been to italy portugal austria poland uh where have i been as well uh, well have been more i think i went to lithuania at some point maybe i didn't i can't cannot remember i've been to was i to estonia this year no i don't think so but uh yeah uh the year before uh 2020 we spent all all in all pretty much in the lockdown at home so we didn't really get anywhere far but the year before like it's it's quite common for me to visit estonia and lithuania and i've also been to finland in 2019 so uh my third time my yeah my third time in helsinki so by this I would return to every city pretty much. Uh, I have been to Estonia, but I've never seen, uh, like I've seen Tallinn only partly. I would love to see Tallinn, uh, especially with the new projects they are building and with all the new infrastructure, all the new parks, all the new buildings, whatever not. And uh, it could not be a like a long trip, uh, but uh, for uh, to stay for a day in Tallinn or for uh, like a day and a half in Tallinn, I think it could be a good thing. The same, uh, we spoke with my colleague not so long ago, uh, that it's worth visiting Vilnius for the purpose of uh, urban traveling. Uh, and uh, and uh, this just proves that uh, every city, uh, maybe not, uh, yeah, m maybe not that every city, if you consider even like small places as the cities, right, which have like one road and several pla uh, several houses, uh, then every city has its own signature things, signature style, signature um, histo history, maybe even some history, right? The bigger cities and stuff. Uh, so 
<laughs> yeah, uh, I cannot pick uh, one specific place, but I would tell like uh, the most fascinating city that I remember is still, I think, by this day, London. But I cannot say that uh, I didn't enjoy Vienna, that I didn't enjoy uh, Lisbon, that I didn't enjoy uh, Warsaw, which was my very recent trip. Uh, I couldn't say that I didn't enjoy Stockholm or Copenhagen or Helsinki. All these cities have are charming and every every city has special things to them that make them stand out. Uh, at the same time, I really love uh, eating Kazakhstan. Uh, for instance, like the nature in Kazakhstan is, is beautiful and uh, Estonia is, is a, it's a cool city itself uh, because of the skyline and stuff. Uh, it's called Nursultan now by far. As as far as I know so and Almaty is quite a nice city they are just very different from uh, the cities here in Europe so it's it's a different thing but uh, nature in Kazakhstan uh, mountains lakes uh, vast forests steppes I've been to steppes in Kazakhstan uh, and uh, other things uh, like food like uh, attitudes of people uh, like uh, traditional things, I visited a family in Kazakhstan. It was a, a family of a fellow student. Uh, he gladly invited me to have dinner with them. So, it's 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 all about it's all about the specific signature of a place. I think as a traveler, you cherish these things the most, and uh, when you make sense of it, it's it's uh, great to go anywhere uh, in the world just uh, to get to know some specific like some new things for yourself so i think this is this describes my position the best now yeah yeah, yeah i agree um it actually makes more sense um and you've actually just answered so many questions that i was about to ask you <laughs> uh because I, uh, I i wanted to just kind of like double check your thoughts on like the comments that made about traveling before but you already did it's you know you have mentioned uh, the kind of like cultural differences and the authenticity and uh, uh you know just just having a good time in general and uh, from what you've told me so far is just it's 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 a very very interesting journey that you had so far like so many places of so different so different cultures and so many of them yeah it's it's it is incredible and i just want to add and probably just kind of like uh uh, refresh the memory of some people like in the previous episode when i mentioned that even though like you know you may live in a country uh where there's like you know multiculturalism multiculturalism or like lots of cultures in different places they may not be as authentic as for example where like where it, uh, the culture itself actually came from because people there they um you know they have more experience and uh, they were chiseling these uh, cultures and traditions uh, to to the unimaginable extent you know and uh, the fact that you can just travel to those countries and like experience the actual authentic culture there uh, it is it is truly incredible like uh, different people can do so many different things it is it is crazy it certainly is yeah um, but any other places that you want to visit in the future uh, like in the in the near future a lot of them actually yeah i would love to go to budapest in hungary i would love to visit uh, morocco i think we discussed it with you before and with other fellow people and i've discussed yeah. it with, with uh, some fellows back here in latvia that morocco is like a great destination mm. i would definitely go uh, 
yeah i would definitely go to france i think because i haven't seen france but i don't really like i i, I don't uh, focus on on, on the specific travel i just yeah i just want to you know the the best thing about traveling is that you get to experience uh, many smaller things not not specifically about the culture which is which is still like very right comment that you made but uh, even some like different aspects that you don't get uh, to have at home for instance like high speed trains in germany or uh, urban ferries in sweden or uh, in amsterdam or uh, uh, like riding a bicycle in Copenhagen or uh, yeah also Stockholm Amsterdam and uh, riding a Emirates uh, like this uh, how do you call it the um, uh, cable car uh, in London uh, over the river uh, and yeah yeah I think I know what you're talking about yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, yeah. the the one uh, that uh, is I think near Greenwich or something like this yeah yes yes that's mm -hmm. the one mm -hmm. yeah and uh, even like uh, in riga here in riga we don't have an underground system which is like a little pity but it's a painful question so i'll leave it alone right now uh, but <laughs> it's, yeah but it's yeah. Uh, but it's great i love i love coming to cities which have underground system and uh, from this year's trip to lisbon and warsaw uh, even like uh, two different cities two different approaches to metro system in Lisbon, it's quite similar to Naples one, which we've been mm. in September. Uh, but in Warsaw, it's closer to Warsaw's one. Still, every city has like a different style, different signature and uh, little uh, different aspects of how they really approach this transportation thing. And uh, mm. yeah, and, and it's, it's I've only mentioned transport just because it's always on my mind, just because I also work in, in, this, in this sphere, uh, in planning and transportation. So... But other than that, uh, and I'm also really interested in this, so, but other than that, everything like food, um, like uh, maybe architecture, maybe uh, like some activities in the city, uh, maybe shopping, maybe uh, like uh, a uh, seashore getaway or whatever not is like so different in many cities, so uh, unique, so special. So I think it's... I would love to actually <laughs> it's it's it sounds very vanilla but I would love to go anywhere I have some priorities like as I've mentioned Morocco as I've mentioned Hungary as I've mentioned uh, uh, yeah maybe France and uh, some further destinations as well like Canada but uh, yeah it's it's uh, it's all uh, an ambition and I I think with with the right amount of will and and wishes I would love I will uh, get to achieve everything of this yeah, tra traveling to another side of the planet is definitely something on my bucket list. Um, because, it, like my parents, uh, before I was even born, they actually lived uh, temporarily in the state of Missouri. And uh, they said that it was a completely different world compared to uh, where they came from. And obviously they came from, you know, Soviet Union. So it was a even a more extraordinary experience. So, yeah, just just go going to the States uh, would be uh, something on my agenda. But like, you know, I don't know when I'm going to do it, but uh, when I'm going to do it, I hopefully I will uh, cherish it as much as I can, you know. So, of course. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, thank you for sharing this experience uh, with uh, me and with everyone else. Uh, but I do want to delve um, a little bit deeper into 
a part of uh, you know the culture that uh, you have certainly experienced when traveling and uh, uh, obviously you cannot travel on an empty stomach <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and uh, obviously you have tried lots of foods and uh, you have also mentioned earlier that uh, you have uh, been eating healthier which I'm really happy for you I'm actually um, on the same path as well as you may probably already know and uh, yeah so it's like cooking is definitely something that has become a part of our uh, lives at some point uh, won't you agree of course i do yeah definitely yeah and so uh yeah to tell tell me about uh, your like maybe recent experience with uh, culinary or uh, maybe something that you have remembered uh like back in the day so is there perhaps anything that you uh, can share with us uh-huh yeah i mean uh for co- in terms of cooking it's mostly uh, I'm not. I, I I will tell straight straight away that I'm not like Gordon Ramsay or Jamie Oliver, a type of oh, yeah, a type of, course, of yeah. person. In in terms of that, I don't need to sophisticate every meal. Uh, maybe from time to time, if I want to cook something fancier or uh, yeah, do do something unusual, then I will try to go for uh, eating out or cooking. Actually, trying to cook myself something like that's not really common. Other than that, for everyday perspective, uh, it's best for me, as I as I found it, and as we do in our family, is that we really try to balance it out and not uh, make the absolute same meal twice. So if we if we make a meal, for instance, I today I was cooking a uh, inspired. I think I wouldn't call it like straight chicken curry, but I would call it an inspired chicken curry, just because I've added curry and some some other uh, curry containing spice to the uh, to the meal and it doesn't mm. really take taste like an authentic curry but uh, it's it has a hint here and there it has a note of of this uh, uh, curry taste so i think it's a win for me but uh, other than that uh, it was always uh, about simplicity for me uh, when i was living in denmark for my master's uh, studies it was uh, the days were like not uh, <laughs> the richer ones, so I had to had to keep it, uh, you know, uh, keep the belt buckled a little uh, buckled a little tighter than usual. Uh, well, I wouldn't mm. really say so right now, but uh, I w- I could have been smarter definitely, and could have been eating better instead of buying a lot of junk food back in the day. I was like a fan of of chips and whatever not sodas, so if I would trade them for actually like if I w- uh, would have like a better cooking skills at least or at least as, as I have them now, uh, back in that day I would have definitely spared some money and uh, or at least spent it on a better food so which I could make myself. Uh, but other than that, uh, even th- back then I uh, I was teaching myself to cook uh, just because I realized that I cannot eat out <laughs> on my budget. So I was doing a lot of things. Uh, I was different things. I started like from uh, just frying uh, meat or or uh, chopped meat, uh, minced meat, right, with with some rice. Uh, of course, the rice boiled before or some potatoes. Uh, mm. I also I like I know how to make uh, some traditional things or some traditional simple things, of course. Uh, from back in the day, like mashed potatoes, uh, with uh, yeah, the, the mashed potatoes, or uh, how to boil rice, or how to boil buckwheat, or yeah, some things like that. Uh, some 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 very classic, some very uh, simple soups. 
which really do not take any effort to boil just your time and uh, you have to just be patient until every ingredient uh, has its own time to to be put in so but other than that uh, i became a fan of uh, chicken with rice uh, but mm. then i was trying to uh, make like as perfect as possible the simplest recipe when i marinate the chicken in the yogurt sauce uh, with some onions and garlic and I remember yeah. adding some uh, lemon juice, I think it was, uh, or from time to time, I, 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 I was trying to mix it up. So one time I added uh, soy sauce instead of yogurt and lemon juice, but other time I, I added some herbs, uh, yogurt and lemon juice, so something like this. And I just mm. yeah, either sliced it or uh, cut it like in a smaller pieces because it didn't have a mincing device. I'm not sure how we properly call it, but yeah. I think everybody understands what it is. So yeah, I think it's just simply called mincer or something. Mincer, yeah, yeah, but I, mincer, yeah. yeah, but I, th I think people will understand what you're talking about. Certainly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then I, yeah. I and then I made like rice uh, and some ver like very simple salad on the side, and I think now I just uh, it's not that I'm like cooking more uh, complicated things, right? I definitely like uh, cook more advanced recipes even if it uh, when it comes for chicken like now i i i don't really uh, spend a lot of time marinating the chicken i just rather add spices and then when i have it fried i add the uh, uh, the stirring the cooking cream or whatever not to have like more of a um, how do you say the meal that is put together and that you can also like put on the rice to not make it dry uh, but rather to make it like a yeah, a, a a more warming uh, uh, unified meal right but other than yeah, that yeah. i'm just i'm just uh, i'm just cooking more consciously so yeah i will i will elaborate a little bit on it a little bit more afterwards mm. yeah okay yeah well, that that sounded absolutely delicious i gotta tell you but good thing is that uh right before we have started recording this uh podcast which by the way to those who are interested by the time we're recording this right now it's uh by british time it's uh 17 past 7 on the 9th of december so we're just recording this a bit earlier uh just to make sure that i've got enough time to edit everything um uh, but uh, to michael it's currently 19 uh, sorry 17 past 9 in the evening so we have a bit of a time difference um but uh well the reason why i'm saying this is because uh, uh i've been working from home today and um Right after I finished work, I uh, have actually cooked something, and uh, this is the new recipe uh, that uh, none of my listeners have actually heard of uh, me talking about, and uh, it's something that I want to cook for quite a while, and it's, the recipe is Thai basil chicken, right? Nice. This it sounds nice. dish, yeah, this dish is so delicious. And um, uh, if you are listening or watching this uh, podcast on YouTube, I'm going to show you the picture of it in three, two, one, snap. There we go. And uh, you can have a look at it and uh, look at it. It's just, it's just so colorful. Someone actually said that it looks like a restaurant uh, quality, but I think they're just uh, trying to compliment too much. But it did it, it, it taste delicious. And um, it's uh, simply a mix of, you know, chicken with some uh, oyster sauce, soy sauce, uh, some peppers and the uh, chilies um, and uh, obviously onions. 
and uh, and also some mixed vegetables and peas and uh, basically the recipe is you just put uh, one layer of stuff each five minutes uh, like once in every five minutes and just make sure it's all stirred up so that everything is cooked evenly and uh, yeah and then eventually uh, you just get this uh, dish and uh, I've cooked it again today um, and I think I'm still feeling a bit of a burning sensation in my hands because I think I may have put too much uh, chili but uh, it, it is a it is an interesting feeling but um, I can't wait to uh, give it a try um, after uh, we uh, will uh, finish our conversation tonight. Uh, but yeah, cooking, I've pretty much similar to you, I've started cooking more uh, recently and I've also uh, have been a victim of eating too much junk food and uh, uh, I just realized how expensive it actually is to uh, eat junk food all the time. It's like, for example, in uh, British um, standards, like one takeaway can uh, cost you like anywhere between 10 to 20 pounds and they also add like you know a lot of uh, money for you know delivery charges and other fees and uh, you're just not feeling that satisfied with junk food but when you are cooking something on your own it's just not, it's not just the fact that uh, you know it tastes better but you also feel rewarded after actually you know cooking something on your own and I just personally believe that uh, cooking is better than uh, ordering takeaway. Although I have to admit, I sometimes don't mind just, you know, going out and eat somewhere uh, if I just don't feel like, uh, you know, cooking a specific day. But I'm trying to do it uh, with less and less frequency. And I think I'm, I'm doing all right with that one. So, yeah, but that's pretty much my current position on cooking. And actually, as we speak... Um, if you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, remember, I've mentioned um, this website called mopkitchen.co.uk. Uh, they've just recently uh, sent me another recipe. And Michael, you're going to love this. Uh, this is going to be a chicken and pineapple curry. Nice. I enjoy it already from the name of it. Uh, I just love pineapple with meat. It's just... Uh, I think I've read like a random fuck fact recently, excuse my language, uh, that um, apparently pineapple gives like a really good uh, uh, like tender kind of sensation to the meat when you're cooking uh, meat with pineapples. And pineapple itself is, a, is an amazing fruit. It's probably my most favorite fruit of all time. But yeah, I'm going to give it a try and I will let uh, you, Michael, and everyone else who is listening know how that recipe went because I'm just looking at it like they, they show the picture of it and it's it just looks absolutely spectacular. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, um, the thing is that cooking can take quite a lot of time, especially like the more complex the recipe is, obviously the more time it will take. It can take you anywhere between maybe 20 minutes to maybe even a few hours, depending on what you're cooking. Uh, but I have a feeling, or rather I have a suspicion, that you, Michael, know some fast recipes. Or maybe so you can give us an advice uh, about how to cook fast or something like that. Do you have any ideas? Yeah, of course. Uh, as, I, as I mentioned before, uh, I will elaborate about the cooking itself. So, uh, as you correctly mentioned the cooking itself is a skill uh, more than like just the knowledge uh, it's not only about knowing the recipe and knowing the ingredients that it consists of but uh, actually like understanding the how the ingredients match and uh, 
what uh, flavor does each ingredient add and what consistency uh, not consistency but um, uh, yeah the uh, what what each compo component adds or changes in the meal or what it withdraws from the meal right so this uh, pineapple curry recipe definitely sounds great and uh, I think I will also give it a try it's just uh, something interesting uh, and unusual but uh, about the faster recipes definitely when I was especially when I was living in Denmark uh, it was uh, closer to the end of my stay there I was uh, actually trying to uh, also cook healthier so I was uh, frying chicken a lot and uh, I uh, as, as I didn't have like uh, skill and uh, understanding how to yeah, what what is a proper or enough level of uh, friedness for a chicken? I was uh, like frequently tending to over fry it, so I it was like a little burnt, and uh, the onions were a little burnt. So I uh, fed up of it at one point, and I started to uh, seeking another solution. So that's how I actually developed like a uh, knowledge and skill for faster recipes. I actually replaced boiling rice uh, with uh, some alternative uh, grain uh, meals and uh, I would definitely advise on couscous. It's a fantastic thing that is, I think it's called in every language the same and I don't know yes. where, where it comes from, uh, the name comes from, but I think it's something Arabic or maybe something like this, uh, but it's a fast and easy and the greater thing is about this is that it's modifiable with anything. Uh, the mm. thing how you boil it, uh, the thing, uh, the whole thing of it is in the uh, like process you prepare it is that uh, you just have to take a cup of this grain, uh, put it in the pot or whatever you can boil it, whatever you can put the warm water in, and then you boil some water uh, separately and you just uh, apply like. Uh, water to the couscous in proportion 1.5 from 125 to 1.5 uh, comparing to the volume of couscous you have put in and in that in that way you have it like uh, in a good uh, condition so it's not overboiled it's not uh, it's not uh, so like uh, rough uh, to your teeth and to your uh, to your mouth but it's like in a needed consistency and uh, you can when you pour uh, some hot water uh, over it just before you can add some herbs you can add some vegetables you can add some tomatoes uh, another good friend of mine is uh, was doing couscous with i think it was uh, dried tomatoes uh, in oh oil my. of course the the one you can buy them in the shop right in the, in the cans uh, yeah. so that he was doing uh, them with this and some tomato paste i think uh, I was doing them with some corn and uh, green peas and uh, some herbs, I think. Uh, most recently, I read the recipe. Uh, I took it from uh, the site called The Big Man's Vault, I think, or just Big Man's Vault. Uh, I will ask Nick to put the link in the description as well. Yep, uh, of course. It's a great place for low-carb uh, recipes, and I think you know, the, know it, right? I told you before. Uh, yes, yes, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I kind of dig this website. I, I found a couple of good recipes there. Uh, I was cooking a, a longer one, which was a cauliflower uh, mac and cheese, which turned out reasonably well. I just needed to uh, replace another ingredient to make it like more, uh, you know, uh, make it more um, uh, thick 
in the consistency not just as as uh, it turned out a little bit like uh, too uh, yeah too uneven at one point but yeah but it's it's it's, yeah. it's, it's how you get the the experience other yep. than couscous returning back to this uh, sorry i'll just quickly finish with this uh, no, of course. Carry on. You have a lot of alternative grains, right? Uh, there are things like bulgur, which is almost as easy, but it's not. Uh, it's not so easy, but I mean, it's nothing too complicated. It's much easier than rice. Uh, as if I proper, I didn't boil bulgur for uh, quite a period of time, just because. Uh, back here in Riga, I tend to eat more like buckwheat rice, potatoes. It's easier, it's cheaper than in Denmark to get everything of this. And buckwheat is especially the, the one ingredient that surprised me a lot that uh, was hard to get in Denmark. It's just not in their culture to eat it. Mm. So I was bringing it from Latvia uh, and enjoyed it from time to time, even if it uh, sounds too weird because buckwheat is usually not really an enjoyable <laughs> meal. But yeah. Uh, the thing is that uh, bulgur is also really modifiable. You can boil it with vegetables. You can boil it with um, pasta, uh, uh, tomato paste. Uh, it is, or uh, some ketchup, uh, or some just some spices. And uh, you also like put it in the pot, uh, put some water over it. Uh, uh, you boil it for like some minutes, and then it it sucks up the water and uh, uh, is ready pretty much. And uh, what I was doing in f with chicken, when I mentioned that I tried to get it more healthy, I actually looked at it, I like, I stepped back one step and I uh, thought, what if I really put it uh, not in the pan, not, uh, not that I fried the chicken in the pan, but I put it in the oven uh, with some olive oil and some vegetables and some spices to make it like uh, still rich in terms of flavor, but uh, just healthy. And uh, many recipes advise that I should uh, fry it for like a minute uh, each on each side or minute and a half just to have a little crust to it. Uh, mm. I don't remember if I tried it. I think I tried it once or twice, but I was uh, I was more of a fan just to of uh, taking a, uh, a half of chicken breast, so like one fillet, uh, one whole piece of fillet, uh, pouring some. Uh, um, olive oil over it, some pepper and salt, maybe some chicken spice if I had some, uh, and uh, putting in some special uh, vegetables that are made for uh, baking, and like j they're just pretty much cut in small slices, and uh, some peppers and some carrots, I think. It wasn't something like mm. this, they were just selling frozen version of them in Denmark. So yeah i was putting them together with chicken and uh, wrapping it up in foil putting in the oven for like i think if i'm not mistaken it was like around 20 minutes that i needed to cook this uh, around this time maybe even faster maybe 15 minutes maybe 20 25 uh on uh, 200 uh, celsius or 220 celsius which is like every oven is capable of it and i was uh receiving a uh whole chicken breast, uh, well cooked, uh, no pink spots, no uh, no salmonella gladly whatsoever. And oh, uh, I, was, I was just uh, cutting it up or, or uh, pulling it uh, with fork and uh, mixing it up with uh, some couscous or bulgur, uh, in term, uh, depends on what I had cooked. And then I just was, yeah, I, I, I ate this for dinner, I took it uh, with me for lunch. 
at the uni so yeah it was a go-to meal uh, which took like 20 minutes to make and uh, served two well portions yeah that sounds pretty impressive like not only you saved time but you also cooked enough for like you know several portions so you didn't need to bother about cooking for at least a while yeah, yeah, yeah. that that's so- sounds excellent yeah good stuff man good stuff and uh, would you look at the time? We have been spending the time together and we have been enjoying it for over an hour now. This is really unusual for me because usually we would, uh, I would just be recording a podcast for maybe half an hour or so. But this has been an incredible time. And um, yeah, I think we've got lots of things covered tonight. And uh, I think... I'm not sure about you, Michael, but I certainly have enjoyed uh, this time that we have spent together. It was amazing, yeah, and I would, I, w- uh, I, I would, uh, <laughs> I want to highly thank you for inviting me once again for uh, this episode and and having me here. And uh, I am glad to have spoken to you, as we always do. Just we don't record it as much, and we of usually course, communica- yeah. <laughs> communicate uh, in in other language. But yeah, but it was a great experience and I loved sharing my thoughts on, on, on several things. I definitely think that we spoke, uh, that we covered a lot of great topics. And uh, if it's the matter of a, my pronunciation or my accent, I'm highly asking for your pardon. I'm not a native speaker. It's just course, happens so that neither I, am I. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that just happens that I get carried uh, more about the sense of what I'm saying. Neither that of my pronunciation but i i hope that i uh made it clear and then i hope that it had it like well so yeah well for from my perspective you've been speaking very fluently very clearly and uh i hope that everyone else uh thinks the same uh but no if anyone is listening please uh, let us know uh give us a feedback any feedback will be valuable uh, but honestly, Michael, I had no issues, uh, and like I didn't have any moments when I just didn't understand what you were saying. So uh, I th- I do think that you've done a great job, and uh, well, just being a uh, being a guest for this special episode is uh, really a pleasure. And before we uh, depart for tonight, um, have you got any last final positive words to share with people? I would say so, yeah. I would advise everybody to keep it up, uh, do their best uh, in the things that they want to achieve the most. So, uh, and and uh, doing their best, I mean by taking simple steps when it's the hardest and uh, proceeding with advanced steps when it's getting easier, if it gets easier all the time. But like, uh, it's it's the matter, I think, of, of uh, just believing in yourself and... Uh, uh, being uh, conscious of yourself, of, of, of how you're feeling yourself. So it's uh, not always you need to rush uh, yourself into harder conditions if something is not uh, getting on, uh, if you're not getting on well with something, just sometimes you uh, can take a little break, take a step back, uh, look at everything that's happening in your life all over again and just smile and uh, maybe start from even not if not a new page but like a new paragraph a new sentence and uh, have the story going on yep i i cannot add anything else to that i think that sounded great well uh on that note 
Michael, once again, thank you so much for spending time with me tonight. Thank you for participating in this special episode. And as I've said in the beginning, it was something that I wanted to do. I wanted to invite you, and uh, it, the 10th episode has been a great opportunity to do so. So thank you, Michael. It really means a lot to me. Cheers. It was a great pleasure. And uh, for all of you, ladies and gentlemen, I will leave this to the future version of Nicholas Malson to finish this episode. But for now, I wish you all a good night and uh, be well. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, welcome back to the present day, which is uh, Sunday, the 12th of December, 2021. Um, so I wanted to just uh, share a couple of uh, uh, final points. Um, firstly, I unfortunately had to uh, change the format of the uh, audio file um, and uh, the quality may have been changed a little bit, hopefully not much. But if you have noticed it, I do apologize about that because the original file size was uh, way too large and it was uh, not possible to distribute it uh, through the usual um, sources that I usually use. Um, so secondly, um, when I was talking about uh, my uh, story from the past, um, there were certain uh, solutions to this that I could have used. But at that time, I had a completely different mindset and um, I didn't. Uh, so, but you know, what has happened has happened. And uh, I hope that uh, my story uh, will help at least someone uh, to avoid making the same mistakes I did. And uh, lastly, um, unfortunately, there is one link that uh, I uh, have not been able to uh, post in description box uh, but hopefully when I get an access to that link I will uh, share it with everyone so uh, you can uh, all have a look at it and uh, just uh, enjoy uh, watching and uh, reading and listening to it so once again I would like to thank everyone for your support I hope you have all enjoyed this episode um, I hope it was uh, worth listening and uh, it was worth your time as i've said before if you want to uh, leave any comments or uh, communicate with me you can do so on youtube uh, leave a comment uh, to have a chance for that comment to be read out in the next episode or send me an email if you want a more anonymous conversation uh, my email is smile once again podcast at gmail.com that's smile once again podcast at gmail.com. I'll say this once again, what I say at the end of each episode. Life may be cruel and unjust, but at least we can enjoy sunsets. Thank you so much for being a part of all this. I'm Nicholas Melson. This has been Smile Once Again Podcast. And have a great week. I hope to speak to you in next week. Goodbye.